Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And thanks to Sheen Panel Service, it is... Show five. Who'd have thought we'd get to show five, boys? I did. I knew we would because we're... Contracted to? Yeah, no one can throw us off air. (laughs) Mm. Bloody terrific. Hey, Ralph. Hello, Swanee. How you going? All right. How you going? Yeah. Big week? No, I've had a a, a tough 16 hours or so. (laughs) Oh, tough 16 hours. So the other, you know... Six and a half days have been all right. Well, is this like your top ten? Sorry, by the way. I was well. I've, Sixteen hours. Why is that a unit of measurement? Well, because I just went from last night when I found out something about it at home, and then oh, no. and then lunch today. It was a debacle. I've been duped. How? <laughs> oh, what? Talk us through. Um, through last night. You're on the couch. Oh, no. What well, do you want to go through last night? Yeah. Um, is it personal? No. Well, no. I'm happy to share it. It's just I'm still half pissed off about me driving it. But we can talk about the traffic. Okay, we'll get on to that in a minute. Um, what happened last night? Well, you you wouldn't believe it. Um, I actually did some laundry yesterday. Um, Do you know? Well, when I say laundry, money? I, you mean money <laughs> <laughs> or clothes? Uh, I grabbed the stuff out of the dry, the warm one. Oh, clothes laundering yeah, out of yeah. the out of the warm one. Laundry, not laundering. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was going down a different <laughs> path. So I just assumed. I just assumed that Swanee's really taken this whole the three podcasts that beat us that first week were all crime ones. Yeah, uh, he dropped by my neck of the woods the other on um, Friday night. Shot a couple of people at the boxing. That was truth. Anyway, all right, back to your laundry. Yeah. So I um, I got you know the the towels and stuff out of the warm one, and then um, man, I noticed a couple of these towels were some of the softest, most luscious. Mm. Towels you've ever seen in your life. I was like, fuck, these are incredible. Yeah. So where have these been hiding? <laughs> because I went in the shower in the um in our bedroom, like we'll just get the ones that are like sandpaper. Crunchy. Shit out. Yeah, there's no fabric softening. What's Taylor doing? So no, well yeah, well I'm about to tell you what she's What's doing. What's the cleaning lady doing? So Taylor because um she doesn't wake me up in the morning, she gets up and showers in the shower downstairs. She's a good girl. <laughs> she's good girl. A good girl. She's been hiding Oh, the, the best towels towel. and the best linen for herself downstairs. How long has this been going on? Well, I've done laundry once in eleven years, so <laughs> I've got no idea. So it could, could so, have been it could be going on for eleven years. Yeah, and I was like, 
I grabbed one. I brought one upstairs and I had it. I had it in my hand as she walked into the bedroom and, was, and she knew. She, she knew. She's like, "What's that?" So fucking, what's this? It's heaven. This is a cloud. It's, it's heaven. <laughs> this is the softest thing I've ever touched. And then, like, even like you know the the one where you put your feet on once you get out of the shower. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was like walking on clouds. Oh, stop it! Even in foot months. Oh, exactly. Oh. I was like, "This is that, this that is bullshit." So rot. I'm getting the sandpaper, yeah. and Taylor gets yeah. these beautiful clouds that she gets to dry yeah. herself in every morning. Yeah. So selfish. So that was that was my first. Um, that was the start of a bad 12, 16 hours. You, you, you feel like let down. Oh, mate. Well, you've been with her a well, long time. Her skin's so soft. Look at yeah, mine. Yeah, it's, uh... <laughs> yeah that, that, it's the towels. <laughs> exactly. It's the towels exactly. That's done that. Absolutely. So, <laughs> mate, so I'm filthy. And then. Uh, ramifications? Is there well, well, repercussions for her? Or is there well, issue in I went to say, well, you notice? know what? From now on, I'm going to start doing the Lord. And I said, no, I'm right. Oh, no, I was, uh, <laughs> you enjoy put, your towels. Put those words back <laughs> yeah, exactly. in. Exactly. It's not worth you it. You enjoy your towels. Yeah, yeah I'll deal with it up yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, once she's gone to work, then you just. You're all both shower down there. You <laughs> straight down there and shower. Sorry, sorry. Far. Before we get to the other, uh, well, shower, shower, Taylor showers in the morning. I shower at night because I don't. I don't get up to go to work in the morning. It's an interesting debate that, right? And because at the end of the day, when and then you're I probably at your smelliest and dirtiest. That's probably when you should shower. You don't want to exactly. go to bed like that. And I brush my teeth in the shower, and she brushed her teeth in the sink. Well, I'm, I'm a teeth and shave in the shower. Oh, yeah. Probably not great for the is water, right? But is it electric? No. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not plugged in, is it? No. <laughs> Giving yourself a. So I just want to end. What are you? What are you shaving? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not a massive manscaper, mate. It's just the face. But uh, uh, um, yeah, no, I don't do all that in the shower. Can yeah. I just ask? In the That's history? all. Just shave the head. No, nah, no. Nah, wifey has to do that because look at me. I take great care in the number two all over. Which head? In the history of men and women yeah. relationships. Uh, we're going back away. Yes. <laughs> How many times do you think a woman has ever held up something and said, what's all this about? Yeah. And she's what? referring to a fluffy towel. Yeah. Why have you got the fluffy towels that I don't? I don't think it's happened all, too many times. Of all the things you can get in trouble for. But you know what? It's a good announcement because there's blokes out there now and there'd be a, a about the seven or eight girls that are listening to our show, <laughs> right? We've got, we got to do something about that. But um, the, the, the blokes are out there now. There's a couple going, hey, you know what? Our towels are a little crunchy. <laughs> exactly. What's going on? So we'll probably start a quite a few fights today. Yeah, absolutely. And then how did it get to the stage where Taylor didn't shower anywhere near where you were sleeping? Because she, she gets up early to go to the – What time? To, no, Work. No. Any, yeah, to anywhere yeah. between five and six, she goes to the gym or Pilates or yoga or something in the morning. So she's up at you know between five and six most every morning, and I'm I'm not just coming home. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. So um, Taylor goes down like showers and that was downstairs. There a conversation that led to this. Well, I thought she was just being like nice. Now I just know she uses it so she can get the towels. Yeah, she don't give a shit about me. She yeah. just wants. The nice soft towels. Hogging the, the clouds. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's no need to be up at five or six in the morning if unless you're baking bread. Oh, mate, hey. Or mucky out boxes at the stables. Yeah, yeah. Or getting home. Yeah. Or getting home. <laughs> you're getting home. Oh, mate, oh, I, I, I concur. Is that the Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah. Is that right? Well done, mate. Got one. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I dread what the other 15 hours had then. No, no, well, no. So then, yeah, no, but then so they went, went to bed. It was fine. But today, it's I amazing. Got, Blokes have got an amazing history. 
amazing ability to forgive real quickly when your wife jumps into bed. <laughs> oh, what are you talking about? Here, give us a cuddle. Yeah. So, <laughs> just in case you're a chance, you, never know. <laughs> you don't want to go to bed angry, Ralph. Not because it's bad for your relationship. You don't want to go to bed angry because you might not get one. No. You, miss, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. <laughs> exactly right. Absolutely. And you know what? You're just about giving yourself opportunities. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Call, <laughs> like just like just playing just like playing footy, get yeah. as many contests as yeah. you can. Call once loud, get, yeah. exactly. Call loudly and call often. Yeah. Exactly. Once they're once they're asleep and, and really asleep, not pretending, right? <laughs> because there is a difference. Once they're asleep, <laughs> you know when they're pretending. Exactly. Uh, so I pretend to be asleep when I've got home too late, and she starts yelling at me. I, don't, I start playing a bit of dead fish. So so same goes. So I know this trick. I played it a lot when you're yelling at me. No, you're just going to get take your kid off. No, you can't fight with a naked person. It's impossible. Yeah. But uh, you just can't. But. Um, Oh, I forgot where we were going. Yeah. Where were we going? Well, okay, so tell us now. My own misfortune. And, mate, yeah. I think you will both appreciate this. So <laughs> I appreciate the towels bit. Yeah. So um, I look into it. I, you know, I got up and I actually did go, went to 45 this morning, had a sweat at 9.30, got myself out of bed at about 9 o'clock. Yeah. Okay. Uh, went, and, went and did the gym and then um, come home and obviously we record this. So walked the, walked the dog and then I was like, ah, oh, I can't be bothered going out for lunch because I don't have enough time. So... I'll just have a peruse through the fridge and freeze and see what have we got. Yeah. And I found some sausage rolls. Oh. And how good are sausage rolls? Yeah, they're terrific. Okay. I really and do love them. Are you a microwave guy or an oven guy? No, no, you're an oven. You've got to crisp them up. So, so the soggy stuff. It takes a, a little bit of prep. You have to, because we've got a heap of shit in our oven, like all the <laughs> trays. Yeah, stuff. So I take all that Trace out, put the oven on, let the oven heat up. So, you know, 180. Well, you're a preheater. I'm a preheater, yeah, absolutely. I'm impatient with the preheater. And then. So you stick them in. So it's a you know it's a half hour process. Yeah. And I, I obviously I just I just grabbed the seen the sausage roll thing. I actually took a photo of it to prove it. And um, I was like, yeah, to put who? them in to use and and, <laughs> and, to, and to Taylor. Yeah. Um, and they finally come out looking golden brown. Yeah. Some dead horse on them. Yeah. And took a bite and I was like, what the fuck is this? I know. I know. Yeah, like, you know where this you, is going. If you tell me, there's two words that should not <laughs> yeah. go with a sausage roll. I oh, know, meat free. What's going to go with spinach and ricotta? <laughs> it was a meat. So it, was, it was a meat free. Oh, well, that's not a sausage roll. Mate, meat free and soy free. <laughs> sausage roll. I don't even know what the fuck soy free is, but I know what meat free is. What mate, is that? I bit in it. I nearly spewed. <laughs> oh, so this is not a sausage roll. As you know, that is not exactly in, in major print well, on that box was, either. So that's a, that's the this is, I'll put. It on my Instagram for people to have a look. That's yeah. a normal bar. That's a mate. I, I can't see them exactly. Fruit. I'll no. tell you what. I seen it when I had a bit bite in it. I was like, these are oh, sausage rolls. Meat fruits. What are they? Tofu. I don't tofu? know. And, and soy free. But who the fuck knows what soy free well, is? What soy? Soy is tofu, isn't it? Well, it says well, neither of us are experts on this. Let me tell you. But soy and tofu seem soya bean and so uh, yeah. I, it's yeah. not. They're meat, so they're meat, so I've eaten. I've eaten so, a half. But if you don't want meat, why why wouldn't you want soya? Soy. I know. But soy's not. Animal. So maybe it's decision. the name of it. Maybe it's the name of the. I text. Well, I text Taylor. And I'll pull that up too. I said, "What's all right?" Did you get a response? I, I, I took a center of photo and said, "I ate one of these. I did not read the label. <laughs> Don't you dare put these in our freezer again." <laughs> she, she wrote, "They're good," and I wrote, "Are ah, not." So I think I won that argument. <laughs> I, think, um, I think the words you. I think the words you're missing out were, "Do not come home tonight." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's so, that's so, so <laughs> on a couple. Good. On a couple of things. So oh. I'm starving, eating all day. Uh, you're I'm, a bad I'm starving. Yeah. And then I was like, let me do some more investigating. Yeah. So I've seen like the same sort of coloured package. Two meat-free schnitzels in the. There's two meat-free schnitzels 
in... What is that? Oh, mate. Oh. Was it meat-free schnitzel? See if I took a photo of there that one. So it's a plant. Anything, so it's just a crumbed plant. Anything crumbed them, has to have been shot. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah, humanely. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that to, yeah, would have Maybe to crumbed have, George Pellin. Uh, anything that's, anything that's uh, been crumbed has to have breathed at some stage. You've had a shocker. I mean, mate, I know. Okay. And there's, I feel for so, so, Thank you for coming in. There's yeah. meat-free schnitzels. So I haven't eaten. I've eaten half a bite of a... Meat-free, oh, soy-free sausage roll. You've, you've had a half a bite of a, so, a, a log of And shit. then on your Twitter feed here, traffic is so horrid in Melbourne these days, I'm thinking about losing my licence again just so I have an excuse to never go anywhere. Uh, you can add parking and fines to the horrid part as well. Hey, mate, have you driven down St. Kilo Road lately? Terrible. Oh, mate, yeah. I'm thinking about losing it again. It's an absolute debacle. Melbourne then, Metro. Melbourne Metro works. And the thing, and the fuck thing is about it is it takes you 45 minutes to go 3Ks and then you've got to find a park for an hour. Yeah. So... And then it cost you about. Then you watch. I had three dollars. Come on, actually, seen when I pulled up. I had in the beautiful freeway Ford Mustang. I um, I had it's a lovely car. Three dollars fifty for the hour. It was four dollars for the hour. Three dollars fifty. Um, I got nineteen minutes left. Oh. So we're gonna have to wrap this up, boys. <laughs> <laughs> so can you finish just, without me? Where's Get Pickering up here and get him to do something for <laughs> yeah, you. Run down and put some money yeah, in the meeting. Exactly. Meter. He takes enough off me. You can Mate, probably slip me four bucks. What a um. What a tough sixteen-hour period, mate. Uh, that meat—that—that's just a bar. Yeah, have you ever actually bitten into one? <laughs> Accidentally, maybe a long time ago, mate. You, Ralph? Oh, no, you couldn't voluntarily I, um, do that. We once no. had a um, we once had an apartment in Perth, uh, which was for our, our work. So I travelled to Perth, Perth every. Um, was it a meat-free apartment? Was it? No shit. <laughs> I was no. going to say. Uh, no, it had. Um, it was a real. It was myself and, and, and the boss, Gav, who were um, uh, frequently using this apartment as we'd go well, I'd go home to Perth, actually, to, for, uh, for work. And um, then occasionally we had to move some staff over and they, they, then they'd bring their families. So you give them four weeks free rent sort of thing and they're in the apartment. And so first wife got upset, the first, not my first wife, the first, <laughs> the first I'm still currently on my first wife. I don't know, I haven't met the second one yet. But... Um, the, the first one was angry because there may have been um, magazines around, and not filthy ones, Ralph's and FHM's. No. <laughs> Ralph's magazines. <laughs> oh, Ralph's magazines. They're filthy, I can imagine. Uh, and FHM's, that sort of stuff, they weren't happy. Are they still around? Uh, I don't think so. Are magazines a thing these days still? Well, Do people buy magazines? Yeah. You have to catch a taxi to get one. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah exactly. Not a thing either. Oh, people or picture, are they still around, Scott? Weren't they huge? Used, used to buy a picture of people every interstate game. And um, and, and throw them in someone else's bag on the way home. Nah, yeah, yeah, they never yeah. come over with me. But, always, but seriously, seriously, I did look at some pictures. Read all the articles in them as well. Read all the articles. They were good fun. But second person, uh, second family in there, they got complaint because their their two year old may have got hold of a, a lighter and a couple of half half packs of darts that were <laughs> just in storage in the third drawer. And uh, and then the fourth one, I went there. The family was out, and um, you know I went. It was a packet uh, in the freezer. I've gone, woken up one morning, beauty, I'm going to have some breakfast. I'm going to put this bacon on. You beauty. (laughs) It wasn't bacon. It was faking. (laughs) Have you ever heard of faking? What the fuck is faking? (laughs) (laughs) Faking. F-A-C-O-N. Faking. What what is it? Is it meat-free bacon? Yep. And it's... Did did you try it? No. I thought you might have just... 
whacked it out because no. I didn't read the label. I was, oh, oh, mate, I turned the, the stove off, I cleaned the pot, I put it in the bin, <laughs> and we sacked the fuck with him. <laughs> He's no longer with us. He is no too. longer with us. That's just a just faking. So, is, is that a Kevin Bloody Wilson song? What the fuck is faking? <laughs> it should be. I'll tell him about it. <laughs> faking. So, the moral of the story is kids, read your labels. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know what you're putting in your mouth. <laughs> So, you know, you, you, you read the label and didn't put it in. I I just you know seen sausage roll and went bango. You know what we need? We needed all all homes. We need sausage roll testers. <laughs> 100%. They can go in, get their sausage rolls tested, make sure they're legit meat ones. Absolutely. They can go out and have a good time. Um, no, it's, oh, it's been tough. Is, is, do, you, do you contra your dog washes? What? Or what? Your dog grooming. Do you contra that or is that just a friend? It's contra. Contra. No, they do something for you. You do something for them. No cash change. Change his hands. What? This is extraordinary. Right, we get washed together. What? Scott. Yeah, we, we go both. Yeah. Okay. Before and after. Oh, no, no. <laughs> you've, you've, you've actually got you, a paid post on there for your dog. Are your you dog, whoring your out dog, your dog? Are you, are you using your dog for free grooming? Are you using your Instagram account? For free grooming for your dog. Did what you pay for Barney's haircut? Yeah, with or, a photo. Or did, uh, or, or did... What else is Instagram for? pet etiquette by Caroline? Let's have a look at yours and yours. Let's see if there's any, uh, you know, any Happy contra. Yeah. Oh, there might have been a... It might have been a... A little Lexus in Perth. <laughs> exactly. Over the Christmas period. Yeah. But, um... Did, did, so you you so um, it's pet etiquette hot by, in here. Pet by Caroline <laughs> has given her three plugs now. She, you just need to do that, and she'll give your dog a clip. He does look happy. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I go in with him, and I get my hair done and my nails clipped as well <laughs> with a soft towel. Yeah, I'm done. Well, I'll tell you, well, they're not as soft as the towels at home. Footy oh. news of the week: uh, Collingwood re-sign Nathan Buckley until the end of 2021. Extending his contract by two years, of course, he's already signed for this year. Straight from your Twitter account, Swanee. Not many would have picked that 18 months ago, but extremely well-deserved. Well, I think that, yeah, I don't know how much more you want me to say. Absolutely. I don't think there wouldn't have been many people who would have no. thought he was going to get another another year. But, um, you know, credit to him and the side. You know, they've, they've done an amazing effort. And, well, yeah, so good on him. He deserves all the money and all the years that he gets at the moment because they've... Um, you know, would they come from 12th to 2nd and, you know, we're, what, a minute away from winning the flag mm. and, you know, not that – we'll, I guess we'll talk about the JHL. We don't take much out of that, but some more positive signs coming out with some of the, the blokes who have um who have come back from injury. I'm not talking to him. He can go and get rooted. Can you pull up his – have you got his number in your phone? I'm no. assuming you do. Yeah, can it's you, not an hard one to remember unless he's changed it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is my point. <laughs> this is my point. He would have wanted to have changed it. Because? After the season finished last year, yep. I um, and after you know, good probably three weeks after the season, I let the dust settle. So, Caulfield Cup sort of time. Yeah, because yeah. that's yeah, I was in Bali at the time. That's always the time I go around then. <laughs> um, and um, I sent a long, very very well thought out. Have you got a for articulate us? message to Nathan, congratulating him on his year? Because I was a doubter. Yeah. Congratulating him on his year and what he'd done, how he turned it around, was long. I put some time into it. Yeah. And uh, what, what did he come back to you with? Fucking nothing. <laughs> really? Fresh aired. Not, not even a 
Thanks, mate. Not even a thumbs up emoji. Not even a thumbs up emoji <laughs> when you just can't be rude. That'd probably be even worse. When just a can't... hard thumbs up emoji coming no, no, back. That, just would be, that would be right. That's that's one step above. <laughs> Thanks, champ. <Yeah. laughs> that's one above. On your me. pal. Yeah. yeah, being champed or old mate. Um, nothing. Thanks, sir. So I just need to check because if yeah. I'm close to giving his number out here now because <laughs> it clearly isn't the one that. Uh, well, no doubt, no doubt he listens to this. He'll be, mate. We usually put it up early on Tuesday nights. There's no doubt he, mate, he'd be one of the first listeners. So maybe we'll give him a week to mm. get in contact with you. No, I don't. I've, he's had five months. Mate, he's, mate. So he's were, had were close were, to five months. Were you offended that he didn't respond, or were you offended? No, I feel cheated. I just feel cheated because I put a lot of time and effort into that message. Had you paid your phone bill? <laughs> yes. Well, we don't. No. I, I don't know. I don't know. I was receiving text messages while I was away. Like well, iMessages or, is, you know? No, there's, there's no, no, everything's cherry ripe. Okay. Company pays for me phone. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it was all above. So basically, nothing. What did he get mm. back to you with? Um. Yeah, no, I, no, nothing with that. No. No tweet there. No did, text. Why, why did, did you text him? Oh, I seen him. <laughs> I seen him at the granny, I think, or afterwards. No, I mean. since he's been re-signed, I think. Oh, after oh, no, the granny, since, oh, he's, no. since he's been yeah, re-signed, no, 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 I, haven't. no I just wanted to find out if there was a hierarchy of who Bucks gets back to. Uh, well, I did because obviously you're at the bottom. I'm in the low rocky. It's <laughs> mm. <laughs> pretty low. <laughs> that is a little shark shit. That is. No, I mean, seriously, I don't imagine he's got that many friends. That well, he could, you know, that he could just pick and choose who he replies to, you know. Especially ones as big as in stature as yourself. You've got, you've, been, you've had a personal problem with him for a while. Though, I've had you? a lot of problems with Nathan yeah. over the years. I've had a problem with him when I first got to Collingwood when I was doing my program, and we safe to say that in you know, December, January, Nathan and I prepared differently. Right. Right, <laughs> different. I just thought it was because just different. December, January. You reckon? Maybe, maybe, maybe. I said from January to, to December. Yeah, know, maybe, yeah. <laughs> that could be it's a, more ballparky. Yeah, that's thought. probably around those months, right? We prepare a little differently. But I got to the club and um, I'd done a, I'd, I'd had a, I'd done a lot of work or something on something, and then, and then we had to do eight um, four hundred meters, so laps of the laps of Victoria Park, and it was. It wasn't quick. It was like two minute, uh, on two minute sort of thing. You had to do your lap and then yeah. go again. After eight of them, it's pretty tough. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, but Butters, David Butterfin said to me, he goes, uh, "No, no, I don't want you doing that. Just uh, you just jog your jog your four or six laps or whatever it was." So I was just jogging and Bucks had <coughs> been at me for a couple of things during the day. I think I mean weights weren't wasn't doing me bench fast enough or something or um, something. Did, did maybe I had maybe I had an extra piece of ham on my lunch plate. <laughs> did he take preparation seriously? A little bit. There was no fake in there, was there? There was no fake in there. Right. And um and then as we walked as I'm jogging around the lap and I'm just sort of on my own and Bucks Bucks's group walks out and he's two minute pace camo. I kept running, I said it's not gonna go well when I headbutt the superstar. <laughs> it's not gonna go well. But so that was fine. We found a common ground there. We we go about our football differently, and um, I think you'll find that explains a few of the results. But also now he's been retired for when did he retire? Fifteen years. Fifteen. Uh, yeah. oh, sorry, ten. Ten years. Oh, eight or something like that. Yeah. Nine. I reckon he's put on a kilo, five hundred grams. Probably of muscle. So immediately. <laughs> To me, he's a dickhead. Mm. It's just a bloke that, you know, seriously, let just 
you've done enough. In comparison, what would you have put on? Oh, hang on. How many times? Because I've put it on a lot and taken it off, put it on a lot and taken it off. Should you, have you ever tried to do like a a Weight Watchers or a Jenny Craig? I did Jenny Craig. Oh, did you? You didn't follow that campaign? I lost 34. <laughs> it looks like you didn't either. <laughs> well, well I, no, I did. Yeah, I, myself and Longy did it. I've seen pay you enough. Yeah, I don't think so, but it <laughs> saved my life. I, got to, I mean, I got to 144 kilos. It's good going. Yeah, it's solid effort. But right. it just um, snuck up over... So an eight or nine year period, and <laughs> <laughs> just kept going. It does, um, it does. Yeah, so I dropped thirty four. I lost thirty four. I found about eight, but sort of plateaued. It and who, who are in that group of of ex players? Yeah. that just don't look like they've actually stopped playing. Well, that really annoy you. People you don't want to have a beer with. Um, well, Bucks is there. Just Tarks. Well, he was never a huge man in the first place, yeah. was he? I mean, he wasn't. He's only a tiny he's individual. Fat on him. No, but he's. Or it was either that or. Jockey, yeah, footballer or jockey. He's only a tiny individual. I'm talking about the Michael Gardner. Michael Gardner is as lean as he was playing, and he had a lot of help while he was playing. <laughs> but now he's still lean. He's lean, and like he's as fit as a fiddle. He's wearing, I reckon, I reckon he's in him like a, a 32 pant, mm. a 32 long, really Chris, long. Chris Judd, Juddy, yeah, yeah, he hasn't. No, um, I'm going to go he... to my best mate. Um, who now sits at the top of the tree, or almost at the top of the tree of the AFL, in um, Jason Ball, Ruckman, West Coast Sydney Ruckman, now Commissioner. Yeah. How big was his bonus? Uh, well, apparently they don't get paid. <laughs> apparently they don't get, the commissioners don't get paid. They do it for the love. Just get and $4 million bonuses. Freebies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But Ball, he's, like, he's Sydney now, so he's a full Sydney wanker. Uh, Bondi mm. and his dick stickers. And... Um, he hasn't put on a kilo at all. Are you He's a, actually lost weight. I think. Are you, we, we are you a speedo man at the beach? Well, I mean, I know it's an image that we we want to. You were, don't <laughs> tell me you were. Never. Oh, Do you know what the one? I nearly fell off myself. I had one arse cheek off. Then I was, I was, I was heading to the floor. <laughs> well, pretty you quickly. Know what? I've always got one arse cheek hanging <laughs> off the seat. Right? It's just how the seats aren't big enough these days. The, I wore I wore speedos once in my life. It was under uh, under. It was a year. It was a school. Um, ACC Athletics, ACC Swimming Competition. I was in year 10, and I was I just wore boardies all the time. And so this swimming, I was in the relay, had to uh, wear the sluggos. And um, the crowd, the grandstands <laughs> are full of all of their schools and our sister schools, and they're all cheering, and it's all going on. And I'm up on the... I'm up on the blocks ready to take my turn. I squat down and me, uh, apparently half my ass crack comes hanging out of my Speedos. I wore it. I had to. I got hammered by everyone for about 12 months. Never wore sluggos ever, Mate. ever again. And nor would anyone want me to. Well, you know, for like probably, or they still may have to now. When I, my last few years of climbing, it was a prerequisite. If you were getting in the pool or down the beach, you had to wear Speedos. Mm. And Why is that? I got no one because it was, not uni- it was uniformed or something. I'm like, do you think oh. Ben Johnson was happy about that? Oh, I reckon I was happy about that, having to cut round in speedos. Oh, mate. Not well. Uh, that's why I never got in the pool. That's just silly, though. That you just, You're not, you know, the only reason to wear them is for times. Yeah. They don't even wear speedos in the Olympics now. They wear those, mm. like, 
long. I have to back my truck up. There's actually a bit of a uh, bit of a topical. Uh, no, talk about me and speedos and more. I don't know if you heard about that. Uh, you saw that going around. Shower in speedos now. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. A, oh, that's another topic. Yesterday, we me. yesterday, 25 years to the day since John Candy, the great John. Oh, Candy. yes, up. I saw something there. there. And some of the great, great man, great cameos of all time in movies, including Orange Whip, Orange Whip, Three Orange Whips, Three Orange, Orange Whip, Orange Whip, Three Orange Blues now, Brothers, Blues Brothers from the Blues oh, Brothers. Right. That's back. That's why I'm back in the truck up. All right. So you, being you, yes. Jason Ball being very important. Yeah. Who's the third member of your friendship? Oh, Fraser. Yeah. Big so, G train. So I picture when you, Fraser, and very important Jason Ball were together that it's all a bit like that scene about when the two Blues Brothers walk into the restaurant and the made a D. <laughs> well, Fraser and I, yes, uh, yeah, yeah. So the women, the women. How much for the women and the children? That's sort of my phrase and I now when Baulie, um Borley come and see. So we try and catch up every uh, Thursday before grand finals, and there's a few others, you know, in that group as well, um, boys that catch up. But uh, so Borley was my best man, Fraser was my groomsman, and, and big Buzzy Fuster, Brendan Fuster, uh, West Coast Frio, just a beautiful human being. He was another groomsman as well. But we try and catch up on the Thursday in Melbourne before the grand final, and and Borley, now commissioner, he has to keep himself in decent nick. Used to be. I used to be a terrible drunk. I'm most destructive human being. I set my neighbour's gazebo on fire once because he was bored and I had a lighter handy for whatever reason. We were sitting above the spa and he just decided to light their, their Balinese-type hut gazebo. Oh, go just, up pretty quickly. Just because. Yeah. Um, but um, he's very different now. But he had to go uh, leave our lunch and he was just a couple of light beers he's trying to sip on during the day and we're, this is pathetic, who's this bloke? And he had to go down and, and meet some real high rollers at... Um, Rockpool. Yep. It's fortunately for us, as we're walking past, they were in a private room down the end, and you can see through the window. So there's, there's four of us blokes licking the window. <laughs> Jason! Jason! <laughs> Jason Ball! <laughs> that head went down. Have but you, yeah, so that, is blue, like that? that is Blues Brothers material, that is. Any important friends like that? Yeah. Nope. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've always, yeah, I've always been the only one like that that he has to behave himself now. There wouldn't be any others. We're here thanks to Sheen Panel Service. That's right. How many years have they been going for? Almost fitty. Fitty. Fitty and, in about six months. And Dane, the traffic was doing your head in. <clears throat> it was. But if it did your head in enough to someone else bumping you, there's only one number you ring. one three hundred repair if you're unlucky enough to be in an accident. Machine repair and towing <laughs> business, as you said, been going 50 years. Their 50th birthday in November, 26. What if, what if what I if? wanted to become a carpenter, right? Yeah. Because I'm extremely handy. Sure. <laughs> um, and I was driving and some flog smacked into my ute and had all my tools in it and my ute's undrivable. What do well, I do? What happens then? They have over 500 accident replacement vehicles, full range of utes, vans, oh. SUVs, sedans and hatches. No Ford Festivo if you've oh. done a yeah, exactly. big panel. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, But if my ute gets smashed. Yeah, you just get another Or ute. what about my family vehicle, my seven-seater? Then you get the seven-seater replacement. 24-7 towing service, family-owned and operated, offer lifetime guarantees on all works, and they deal with all major insurance companies. And if you want to get behind Scotty and Swanee, as in us, our podcast, get behind them and follow them on Facebook, on Instagram, Sheen Panel Service, great supporters of us here. We just use them because it's just too easy. Too easy. Did you say the birthday was November 26th, our 50th this year? Mm-hmm. Do you reckon we'll get invited? It's a long way away. Yeah. 
There's a lot of water to go under that bridge. I've cleared my decks just I to think, make sure I'm here. I think, I think, well, I think <laughs> we've got a long, long and successful relationship. Absolutely. Machine. Good crew there. Why do, why do you think uh, Nathan changed changed it round, even though you weren't there last year, Dave? <coughs> well, why do I? Well, you'd have to ask the people who were there. No, to be give honest. us that one. But, give us um, your one. My one. Well, I don't think it probably didn't happen overnight, but it did happen. Um, I think um, he had to change it. If he didn't change it, he would have got sacked. Yeah, yeah. Well, clearly, and I think it it, he's got the the players there now, and I think they just bought into what he was preaching. I think, you know, it looks like they play for each other out there. The and you know every, you know every club, you know within maybe five ten percent play pretty much the same way. It's a copycat league, and everyone looks at the mm. best sides and tries to copy them because that's what's in vogue at the moment. So, you know, game plans and obviously have a have a bit to do with it. Like you know, late in the late in the last quarter, if you make a big move or something like that. But generally, you know, game plans are you know within a little bit. You know, most you know five ten percent twenty percent of all game plans. But I think where you got where he decided to focus his attention on was just getting the club um, playing for each other and being as tight as as can be because, you know, I think it's pretty common sense. If you love the blokes you're playing with you're going to and love the coach, you're going to yeah. work a little harder than going, fuck, I can't be bothered coming in today. Enjoy oh, I hate this bloke. I hate, this, hate him. Like, I don't hate you'd be like, oh, I, can't be, I don't hang around with him on the weekends. Like, we don't talk outside, but obviously I haven't been there for a while now, but... You know, from I speak to the boys a bit, and what I do here is that they've they've has been as close and as um, caring for each other as they have since, especially mm. the boys that were there when we won the flag since you know that 2010 team, and um, and now they obviously have an enormous amount of talent. Um, you know, our 2010 team was pretty talented, but you could just about argue that you know this new team, the team they have this year, talent wise, mm. is as good as. You know, it's been in a very, very long time. Absolutely. At, at Collingwood, in, you know, since I started, really, because, you know, the young kids they got come in, like, you know, they've got five or six All Australian midfielders now. Um, and the list goes on. Jamie's new, like a new recruit this year. So um, I think he's just brought a level of care and, you know, love to the footy club. And people enjoy, really enjoy going to work. And, Has and he, he loosened can, up? Has it, he's loosened oh, clearly. up. Clearly. Yeah, and that's the other big one is where, you know, I guess when he, and you know, I've said it a thousand times, when first became the coach, he took his playing, well, you'd have to ask him, but just from what it appeared to be, is that he took kind of his playing mentality yeah. into his coaching mentality. And, you know, the, the facts are not everyone, as, you know, Camo said, <laughs> Him, people prepare differently, and and Bucks was, you know, as manical about preparing, and everything he did was to give himself the best opportunity to play well on the weekends. Where when you, he became the coach, he expected but that ev- worked for him. That's what I mean. He expected yeah. everyone to be just like you couldn't do that. No, absolutely not. So um, I think it took just a few years to realize, and it's not like he, you know, I would say he did, it wouldn't break. I say he probably just bent a bit and. Probably leaned on, got the people he wanted in. Didn't micromanage as much. Yeah, exactly. Super more reports, talking to yeah. some people. Is- For his assistants. Actually, now, you know, when, over the last few years, has delegated more and more and actually yeah. has trust in yeah. what his um, assistants are, are preaching and selling. So he doesn't well, – oh, listen, I could be wrong, so I've been there for three years, but, like, doesn't wouldn't micromanage. When I was there, come over the top in forward, back meetings and stuff like that, where I would imagine now just – you know the, the operation runs very smoothly because they've got the game plan they want. They've got the assistants and the coaches that they believe in, and they've got the playing group who, 
know, love playing for him. And I think it shows, you know, they go out and they lose, they you know, hug each other, they win, they hug each other. It's just a, it's a big orgy down there at the moment. It's a big hug fest. And, um, he, he does. He has handled himself <clears throat> um, magnificently. I mean, just... Oh, he's brilliant in the media. There's no yeah, doubt about yeah, he's it. He's always been he's, a good yeah. media performer, which... which Probably bought him a bit of space as well over the last, yeah. not last year. Obviously, we're talking the years before that. But even you know, little things like the the flag ripping apart and him going over. The lady's name was Vula, yeah. the, the, the colonial cheer squad, going over and giving her a hug on the day. Exactly. And the banner, you mean? <clears throat> what did I say? You said the flag. flag. You the flag. The, sorry, the, yeah, banner? the, the yes. banner. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, just those sort of things that he's handled with class. Oh, and mate, he's been ex- exceptional. You can't you can't fault him. And even well, when 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 they when they were shit, he still held himself brilliant. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And had a huge belief in himself, and that's all you can ask, didn't you know, didn't wilter or anything like that. He must be busy, though. He must be very busy. Who, but who would want to be a coach in the AFL, especially at, especially at Collingwood? You know, it's like, but, you know, you give credit to him. Oh, man, I couldn't think of anything worse than being a coach. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's probably not, um, so it's, probably not your guy, but he must be He must be the busiest be? man in Australia. Oh, Eddie? No, no, he's busier than Ed. You reckon? Ed replies what? to text messages straight away. <laughs> straight away, Ed replies. Really? Bang. Always rely on that. No matter where it is. You can say, yeah, Happy New Year, brother. Hope you have a great one. Cheers from Masaka. Happy, happy New Year to you too, mate. Have a good one. He does love a location text. Yeah, but he's always away somewhere. He's just, letting you know, he's just letting you know, look, I'm away, but I'm still taking the time to reply to your text even though you're a nobody. But I'm going to reply to it. Replies to everyone. Nathan, learn. I never do. I don't put me data roaming on. You know how expensive data roaming is overseas? Well, it's not as expensive as some of your bar bills. <laughs> you, send the, you send the receipt through to us. Okay, mate. I go down to the local internet cafe and start punching out, <laughs> punching out some email. No, you do not. Get on 9MSN and just like, no, you know, you absolutely. Um, now, people want to know this more, though, Dane, because, like, from outside of every for every Blight or uh, or Lee Matthews or great players, and great, there's there's lots more Mick Mouldhouses or Dennis Pagans or Alan Jeans yes. who have traditionally been the sort of battling types made good as coaches. So how did you see Nathan transition from that period where, as you said, he was used to being a great player and pushing himself compared to he would have had to coach players who didn't have his drive but had mm. talent? How did, I see him, how did I see him transition? Well, well like, how did I see Well, I, think, I, I imagine he would have found it hard at the start because it looked like it was hard. How did you um, find it as a player? Yeah, it was, well, clearly it's completely different when you play with someone for, I don't know, seven, eight years, whatever it was, and then, you know, you go from that, Locker room talk to talking shit about the coach and talking shit about Mick in the players' room 
him being the coach and knowing that we're probably talking shit about him because, well, <laughs> yeah, you know, cause yeah, like yeah, me used yeah. to say, 22 blokes loved you who played who played yeah. every week and the 23rd bloke hated you because they thought they should be in the, in the side. Team. And that's yep. just and the It's all good it too when the boys are talking and the coach walks in and then there's silence. <laughs> What are, you talking, what are you talking about? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. You, 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 you flogged. Yes. So, yeah, nah, anyway. so the train, yeah. Like I said, you'd probably have to ask him. But I'd imagine, well, of course it would have been tough because I think he still had, now I could be wrong, he would have had Tarkin, mm. Burnsy, and all, all these guys, especially because I think he become well, a, close mates, become yeah. an assistant first. <laughs> so he had like close mates, you know, who then he was obviously sudden, all of a sudden had to be sort of, you know, coaching, and then you got to discipline him, and you got to. Um, we didn't you know, have to discipline Burnsy or Tars. Yeah, well, did he? yeah, no, yeah. I guess yeah, others, yeah. You know, yeah, you're right. Your relationship has to, you know, move away from friendship yeah. a bit. When did you realise you weren't a teammate anymore when you were coach player? Um, straight away, <laughs> pretty immediately. But in, in in saying that, it's probably half gone the other way now. Where I'd imagine he's probably a lot closer with a lot of his. Teammates now because of the the care and that they have for each other. So he's probably um, in a weird way closer with his teammates now than his his players now than he was with his actual. When he was captain. Yeah, when he's good friends. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of your premiership teammates nice. played last yeah. night in uh, in Dane Beams. Uh, have you seen his return to the club? Have I well, I flicked it on last night just before maths come out. <laughs> You're a dick, mate. Yeah, you are. You are. You are one of the reasons society is fucked. <laughs> well, I know that. Uh, don't worry about that. And also, you're not the first person also, to tell me that, big fella. And also, you're a dickhead for watching maths. <laughs> um, yeah, I watched it. I watched it, mate. But as you as you would know, come on, what you know, preseason games. You know, for the senior blokes who play every week. Mate, all they're just trying to do is not get hurt. Yeah. Like, they don't give a fuck about well, it. We've got some messages about that, surely, so oh, okay. I'll, I'll get to that. But just tell us specifically, Dane Beam's returning to the club. How, do you, how have you seen his, the, the move for him? Oh, well, clearly, you know, I don't think I have to talk about the move and why he's decided no. to come back and stuff like that. But, yeah, clearly. Just why it's good. Oh, well, because he's an All-Australian midfielder. He won a best and fairest. He's a premiership player. Um, he, had, he didn't leave because... He hated the club. He left clearly. I think mm. you know for personal reasons, sure. and the club were great in doing that uh, and and letting him go. And obviously Brisbane was in turn great in, in letting him come back in the end of last year. So, mate, you can't have enough good players. And he's an All Australian mid. And you know, you know I I've had it on last night, but didn't really pay much attention. But um, you know, that'll probably you know I'm not a coach, but give guys up. You know, we play maybe play one and a half back. You know, we got. Pendle Steele, Trelaw, Adams, Beams, you know, Dan- Daniel Wells, Travi Varco, mate, Geordie, mate, I'll, I could name uh, Braden Sire, you know, you could name a lot more. So that gives the op- you can't play them all yep. in the midfield. So wing Tommy Phillips. So maybe some go to half back, some play up forward. Um, so, mate, it's amazing having you back in. It does takes the pressure off Steele and Pendles to be the best two mids every week. You got now you got Adam Trelaw, who's probably coming, Trelaw and um, Tay, who are probably coming into their best three, four seasons as, as players now with their age and the amount of games they've played. Beams, he's at his best. So I, admit, I don't know. You'd have to say our midfield would be best in the league, wouldn't it? I can't imagine yep. off the top of my head who would be better. But um, oh, like I said, amazing for Beams to come back. I know he's super happy to be home. He's, his missus and family are down here. So I think they're always going to come back. It was just a matter of when. And, um, you know, hopefully he can he can be the extra three points we need to 
to get us over the line in the grinning. All right, we've got a second message before we get to them, Scotty. Your your lot. ride for pucker up starts. Yep, which is why I would like to um, include Wayne Swass on my mix list for this week. All right, for a list of people that uh, I want nothing to do with and uh, that before are, you're about to have a lot to do with him. Yeah, I'm about to have ten days. When do you so go tomorrow morning? So this morning, whenever you're listening to Hump Day, um, yes, in the morning. Dane, How do they get behind you, Scotty? Um, financially. No, no, no. Well, companies can get behind. I would imagine most of the cyclists are going to get behind him for a big wind tunnel. They'll just really just... I'm telling you, I get... And they do. Not uphill, though, because if you're behind me going up a hill, you're in a whole lot of strife. You're a big father? should have... Oh, well, after about four or five days on the road. (laughs) And you know what? All they do, they just eat shit. They eat all this shit that I've been told not to eat and don't eat No, I should slip in there then. Couple of bits of faking and some yeah. meat-free sausage rolls. Yeah, well, to sell, do you know go. what? Cyclists, because they're a different breed. I tell you, there are some you know. real weirdos in the cycling fraternity. Let me tell you, I reckon half of them would be all over it. Yes, this is good because it's got more salt and it doesn't kill animals <laughs> and it doesn't do this. And um, but um, they're a weird bunch of cyclists. But um, eighteen hundred eighteen kilometres in ten days, fifteen and a half thousand metres of climbing, which is my absolute. That's in a car, though, isn't it? No. Nope. And all on the treadley, and we leave tomorrow, and we get back Friday week. So next week's yeah. hump day, uh, which Scotty and Swanee will be. Oh, um, I hope you're not expecting me to come to Adelaide. Or wherever <laughs> it's Adelaide. It's all through Victoria, Victoria. unfortunately. We've got happening. Mount Hotham in there. Uh-oh. I'm going to climb up Mount Hotham. Mate. On a bike. Well, I'd be doing so that. that's why Wayne Swiss on there. But it is for Pucker Up. So people can follow it live on puckerup.com, or I will be pretty active on Insta with the um, morning and you're, afternoon you're posts. You're putting Lycra stuff out? Yeah, yeah, I'll be in Lycra um, for everyone to... Are you doing the podcast in Lycra for us, yeah, mate? Yeah, for sure. I'll be, I'll be lying on a bed somewhere next Tuesday. Where am I going to be? I think possibly Albury or Shepparton or something like that. How do we, um, how do, we do a podcast when we're not in the same room together? Well, we'll figure that out. I'm not sure people give uh-huh. a toss. They just want to no, hear it. It can work. It can work. Oh, there you go. Well, hey, you learn something well, every day, don't it, you? It was always going to work because... Uh, hopefully we can get you from Vegas and then from Croatia and then from uh, well, South America somewhere. Well, I do. Well, I do plan on have a wedding somewhere. Don't I you? do. I've got a wedding in Bali in next month, so I've got a couple of podcasts from there. Almost Australia. That then one in Vegas. I'll, I'll have probably do two podcasts from Vegas, and then I've got about a month in Europe. So. My, oh, God, God, God knows where this podcast is going to go when I'm sitting on a beach in Greece oh. talking about. Yeah. AFL. It's gonna be it'll be a real short podcast. <laughs> anyway, yeah. When yep. we did so, SCN together, so, Scotty, you did, didn't often have time off. No, I didn't have get time. Good off. fill-ins. Yeah, well, that's this is the problem, Swanny. Uh, <laughs> I think you're pretty safe. But uh, we, you know, Serge and, and Ralphie and I did the show. Ralphie, Serge, and the big man. And um, whenever I was away on business, people uh, out with the people. Um, Ralphie would just call his mates up to come and fill in. I said, sweet, just make sure you get a dud. <laughs> I said, bring in Crawford. Uh, pretty brilliant. Shane Crawford, who I should bring in a few times. Uh, Fev was always great. Fev was yeah, in there Richo. too. Richo. Yeah. I said, yeah, yeah, good. Can you just bring any more duds? For me? <laughs> <laughs> Never take a holiday in the media. But anyway, yeah, so anyway, we're riding. We've got a lot to do. You can follow it on buckup.com or .com, I think it is. And it's all about... Uh, mental health, and I'll, I'll be serious for one second or ten seconds here. It's all about mental health, and we know how prevalent it is in society now. But I'm coming from the angle of all the blokes out there and girls um, that every time you hear it, this was me two years ago. <coughs> Depression, mental health. Oh, here we go again. I'd roll my eyes. 
I go, oh, yeah, okay. Because I had no understanding about it whatsoever. And um, I was just, you know, I was negative towards it and I was suspicious of it being used and, um, <clears throat> you know, spending a lot of time with, with, with Swatter. And, um, and then when you start talking about it, I had a couple of mates who have opened up to me and as I think I've said it to you guys before, guys that um, I thought absolutely cruising in life, tough, strong, just you know, staunch guys that um, uh, that I just assumed there was nothing wrong because one blokes don't ask that sort of thing. So this is just uh, an eye-opener for me and something that uh, hopefully is an eye-opener for a lot of people that they can actually just say, take away the stigma of mental health Take away the fact that you think it's a bit of a weakness because it's not, and it affects so many people and strong, tough Absolutely. people and successful people. Um, it's not their fault. But what we've got to be able to do is make sure that they know that there's an avenue for them to get help without being judged in any way, shape, or form. So ask your mates if you if they're okay. Um, can we donate anywhere? No, you, no, you can get behind Pucker Up with a, as a company. So it's not a charity per se. Basically, what you can do, mate. Is get the conversation going and normalising the conversation about mental health. Ask your yeah. mates, are you right? Absolutely. Are you travelling cool? And uh, and yeah. just showing people that there's no harm in um, in asking for help. It's okay to not be okay. Oh, absolutely. P U K A up. Yeah, pucker up. up. There, there is um there is an alternative website. When Swatter said to me, get in, can you get involved? Uh, um, you know, I actually contacted him about it, and then he told me what was happening. I said, okay, let me learn some more. I'll go to the website. There's a if you, I think if you don't put a space in there or something, or if you put in P-U-C-K-A, pucker up, it's like a holiday thing in Ibiza. <laughs> and I went, looked it up and went, oh, I can get on board. I say, well. Absolutely. Well. <laughs> and then realised that it was P-U-K up. So don't go P-U-C-K. I think that's the Ibiza one. <laughs> you um, reminded me of Trevor Marmalade said, um, I bumped into a move, taking his kids to the uh, Gold Coast of the, to the Worlds. Yep. Few years back, when there were teenagers, worlds, yep. to the worlds, and uh, and he said, just a little tip, um, don't have the kids on your lap when you're googling wet and wild world. <laughs> 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 you may not get to where you think you're going. <laughs> hey, uh, Swanee, hey, star, is, is this true that uh, you are actually now a smarter person? I am. Yeah. How? Well, I well, apparently people mm. who read, yep, they are obviously intelligent and, and smart, and you're and, well read. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very well read. So, what have you been reading? Subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> what? What do you mean? I now re- I now watch movies and documentaries with the subtitles on. <laughs> That's a good tactic. Does that count as reading? Well, well are, are you English? not reading? <laughs> but you're listening and reading. It's not bad, actually. So, I like all the, you know, now I watch documentaries on all kinds of random shit. Yeah. Um, which I which I don't know how long we've got, but I can gold or gold baffles me as well. But gold, uh, yeah. <laughs> what does it mean? Is it gold bullion? Well, who just who found the first bit of gold and decided it would be valuable? Yeah, no, that's a very good. Well, what bloke just yeah. stuck his hand in the water and goes, yeah. "Oh, this it's is gold. Be- yeah. This is going to be worth it's much know, more than 70... this tin." Exactly. Well, why, why isn't why isn't a rock? Yeah. Why isn't a rock gold and a gold well, a rock? Because there's more rocks. Well, how do you know? <laughs> well, there's lots more rocks. Well, I just baffled. Like, the first bloke who found gold was like, it's I'm, I'm going to decide this is a, a real, real expensive, expensive commodity, yeah. and everyone just started rushing down to where he found it. Not happy with it, but... Um, <laughs> He's not I th- happy with it. I think we need to... I think You're we right, need- though. It's like other stuff, like, you know, food types, and who said, right, crayfish, you're going to be expensive. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, They're everywhere. 
Well, gold. Was, uh, some bloke just picked up gold and go, this is going to be expensive. But yeah, so, I'm, so I am smarter because I now read movies and documentaries with subtitles on. So that's isn't that the same? If you read a, a fic, fiction's a fake book, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so yes. if I watch a movie pretend. with subtitles, what's the difference? With you. I started well, doing it's that with a um, learning tool for kids, really. Well, 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 I am a kid. <laughs> do oh, I do that, though? I'm the just, mental age of one. Yeah. Do I do that for kids, you know, so they can sort of read and hear yeah. the word itself? And Absolutely. Do they do that? Um, can I just speak to you for a second, please? Yeah. Just, just <laughs> so I'm profoundly much. smarter. Is oh, yeah? that, I'm profoundly what, smarter. What other docos do you think you mean? What did I watch? What have I watched? Yeah. I watched that th- th- Three Identical Strangers. Did you watch that one? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching The Deuce. Have you seen The Deuce? No. Three Identical Strangers is a good one, though. Early 70s New York. Played by one twin who's not a twin. Yeah. He plays twins. Oh, is this fictional? Yeah. No, nah, man, I watch real. I watch. Oh, real? I, I watch real life stuff to get me to get me brain bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Did you picture a whiteboard then of Swatty going from talking about docos to how they discovered gold and making it valuable? Yeah. Well, I still don't like, know. Why? Like, so, who decided? Like beautiful mind type stuff too. There's this massive well, equation on this huge whiteboard, and Swatty just going. Well, did they have when? Did, when was? Gold found in what, say, a couple hundred years? I don't know, hundred years ago. No. Did they have? Was the stock market invented back then? I wouldn't have thought well, so. So, fucking, who decided gold was expensive? The first bloke who found it. Someone in the wild, wild west. Well, and how smart were they? Mm. They didn't read subtitles. And he said he had a look around and went, "I've got shitloads of this stuff here. I'm going to make it real expensive." There's my point. So, the first bloke who found it was just a con artist. So, way before your Bitcoin sort of stuff. Yeah, just a bit. Yeah, right. Yeah, bit before your Bitcoin and, and still valuable. And last one about the weekend. Uh, did you interview Michelle Payne? How'd that go? I did. Yeah. Yeah. No, it um, it went great. She's terrific. Great She's lovely to, uh, to interview and um, interviewed her at the Wangaratta races. And with the people? Out with the people. I wasn't what, were out with the, what were you doing in Wangaratta races? Mate, I was getting involved with the people and supporting country racing as I uh, do. Was that off the bench stuff? No, no, no. Right. Was... Oh, fucking cashy. <laughs> and um, I got to interview Michelle and um, and have a good chat with yeah. her. She's a yeah, terrific. It's been good fun. Asked uh, her some, you know, pretty. She, I thought I thought it was some terrific she questions. Come on the podcast for us. Scott? Yeah, she, she. Well, she'll fucking go on anything. <laughs> I'm there right now. She's. Um, it's a generalisation. No, nah, she's a good chick, and she like she's fun, and she's always having a laugh, and very good in the public. And she said, "I asked some good questions." I said, "Thank you." Thankfully, I was due. I was going to say, he hasn't asked one on the first five episodes here. Yeah, she said, I'm getting paid cash here. <laughs> no, no, it was uh, all above board. So yeah, so um, your general rule is you don't want to speak to anyone under five foot eight, so yeah. does that men only? No, no, it's if I'm not getting paid to do so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting paid. I'll talk to anyone now. Yeah, um, no, no, and you know what? My rule of not trusting anyone under five eight does only apply to blokes. Right, yeah. Yeah. So is there, but is there a height? No, for, no, no. For, for girls, women? no problem at all. Can be any height. Yeah, no problem at all. Right. With girls heights at all. Yeah, just men. Is your height? It's just, it's just oh. blokes. You just can't trust any bloke under five foot eight. I don't know about you, Dane. This is definitely your heel house. This is from our Facebook page, Hump Day with Scotty oh, and Swanee. Can I just house. answer a question that was asked last week? Yes. When um, I can't remember who it was, but they asked the question: Why do chicks wear makeup to go to the gym? So sweat and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I so I asked. I said to Mrs. the, Big Man. the <laughs> lovely, lovely Mrs. Big Man. I said, uh, "Hey, one of the blokes asked a question that I ask you all the time. Why don't you wear makeup to the gym?" 
and without batting an eyelid, without breaking stride, she stops and looks at me and goes, Casey, there's a hot guy there. <laughs> and then just went about a business as I rode to work. I went, I had troubled all day. I've tried to cancel a gym membership. <laughs> they, yeah, it's bloody hard to cancel those things. Go on a female, well, yeah. female first. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's sign right. up there for Chrissy. Fernwood. I'm that's, trying that's to get her to Fernwood. What did I say? Females first. Females what's it called? I'm not sure what that is, mate. Well, that's where I was going with it, Fernwood. Um, yeah. yeah, but so, so um, to the mate. Who, who asked that question? It's a pretty good answer. You can't. It's very, it's very hard to argue with. This is a hot bloke there. Yeah. Can you ask Taylor for a second opinion? Yeah, well, but that's a, that's pretty hard to argue with, isn't it? Really, it really is. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So this is from our hump day. Funny, to be honest, <laughs> hump day was funny Scotty but true. And, Scotty and Swanee Facebook page. Please like us. Please stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> from John Prins. Who was the biggest tight ass in the team that would disappear every time it was their time to buy the round of beers? Can you involve the coach? I was going to say it. I, I didn't want to say it, so I don't know what you're talking about. He can't say us again, mate. <laughs> Which one? Well, generally coaches, as a rule, are the tightest human beings in so the world. So which one from Collingwood? Well, I was never coached by Nathan. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, generally it's a rule they are. They're just the tightest pool on earth, which is which is really um, disturbing. But um, player-wise, um, I will go back to go to West Coast days. Hopefully people remember. A little red bloke called Paul Simmons. Um, How tight was he? He, uh, he managed to... Uh, he was the sort of bloke that, and I wasn't on this trip, but he managed to make Brett Hetty angry. And, and making Brett Hetty angry is the hardest thing in the world to do because he's always smiling, he's always happy, he's always making other people happy. But on a footy trip, he, there was about four of them in a cab and there was um, <laughs> there was there was some change involved when they paid the cabbie and old Scratcher, <laughs> Scratcher was his nickname, Scratcher, he... Um, he said to Jobby, he said, um, mate, uh, so can I get me buck 40? <laughs> and, and was at him for his buck 40 for a little while. Did you get it? No. <laughs> he got held by the throat up against the wall. That's what he got. So, yeah, look, there were some blokes that were like that. But it didn't make it. It was a terrific bike stretch. David Wirapunda was another beauty where um, I remember one day, and um, people in Perth will remember um, the, uh, the pub at Hillary's. Um, oh, I was there Anyway, it'll come to me. Um, was uh, and there was there was twenty four of us there uh, just early post season first week, right? Yeah. And uh, the breakwater. Oh my, am I going? The breakwater, and it was the old breakwater, and um, twenty four of us. We all took one shout each, right? So we got through yeah. twenty four drinks. It was a bloody good effort. And we all took one shout each. It was you basically emptied your, whatever you took out that night. You emptied your pocket on that shout. Yes. Weirers had 23 drinks, <laughs> and we were all emptied our 23rd. We're going, Wiz, Wiz, come on. Your hook, brother. Off you go. He goes, oh, brass, I uh, didn't bring me wallet. <laughs> you didn't realise that? <laughs> 23 drinks he had. And he said, oh, I didn't bring me wallet, brass. You got a play you want to um, Ben Reid was known to forget his wallet oh, a fair really? bit. Geordie to, to go eat. No way. No, he used to go in to the footy club on his day off to eat lunch so he didn't have to pay for it. Oh, that's not bad. Oh, that's great to know. Shorty. <laughs> Does he, was, he still do it now? Well, I was that just when he was like a rookie? Yeah, this was in his first first six weeks ago. Was he going, was he true lash out now in a little well, six buck fifty Vietnamese well, barn well, me? I, I hope so. What are they paying him? Seven, eight hundred or something yeah. now? So you would hope he's 
not going in he used a week. To go in there on his day off. But, and, and you know what? Because there's no staff there making no. lunches for no. the boys, so it's that's like, leftovers. Yeah, yeah. That's whatever's left in the cupboard, some bread rolls maybe. and Yep. Oh, Geordie. Gee, there'll be some journos listening to this who have sat through the towels and the faking, thinking, <laughs> oh, thank God, I finally got to some gold because <laughs> that is just gold. Seriously, <laughs> go into the club. By the way, from but last that... week, did you get much uh, backlash or uh, feedback about uh, what you said about the uh, – uh, everyone in the AFL should be drug tested. No, uh, was it was a death, was a silence. Yeah, radio silence, which was odd. Mm. <laughs> a lot of coverage. Oh, very good. No, no, I'll well, stick to our guns, and everyone who gets a media accreditation yeah. should be That's drug tested. In AFL, all the top dogs at the AFL. Everyone yeah, here? all of them. Why too. not? Well, probably running the same Dude, umbrella. Yeah, hasn't really got a little. Mo- hasn't got a lot of motion, has it? Off, in that, off. in that idea, no one's really taken up and run with it. Funny about that. Really? But but the Why? other conversation's quietened down too, so maybe well played. Because well, uh, the games of footy have been yeah, played, as back. you said. Andrew Sheehan, what's your best under-the-bus moment? When have you thrown one of your teammates under the bus to stay oh. out of trouble? Oh. Uh, oh. Or were you the ones thrown under the bus? Yeah, no, yeah. I've never really <laughs> thrown anyone under the bus, right. I don't think. Um, maybe on the field or something. I maybe just appointed someone, say it was his fault, um. but, but not as in off the field. No, I was, I was pretty good at copping the blame or just denying it. Um, a couple, oh, couple, couple oh, of times yeah. I was, when I was in the leadership, I won't name names. When you were in the playing, what? When I was, I was in like the extended leadership group there for a while. What? Yeah, mate. Well, that, hang well, on a second. This is a, um, it's a revelation for a different forum. Yeah, because, so we can probably we talk about it next week. The good Blokes Past Players Lunch Group, which has rules stipulated that you can't well, be in it if you've been in the... Ben Johnson was a vice captain. Yeah, but he wasn't in the leadership leadership group. Yeah, that was the extended one. Okay. Um, like I was, I was a complete opposite. I remember a couple of times, mm. and I guess, well, after preps, that I was out with these boys. Um, <laughs> so, so they were out on a, on a on a Sunday night or something with a few of the boys, and they they were they got caught. They got either they either got seen out or they come in drunk, and I knew that they were going to get caught into the. Um, into the leadership meeting, so I went and just give them the heads up and told them what they should say to get out of it. Oh, that's the reverse. Yeah. So I was like, boys, if you say this, I'll, I'll, I'm sitting there going, I hope they don't point me out because I was sitting with them all night. But I was like, if you say this, if you say this, um, we'll be right. So I, Mate, did, I did that a couple of times for them. That's the only reason I was in there, you, to help the boys who were needed some help. Because I'll, tell you, like what I'll tell you what I've used and what I've got away with. And what worked and what didn't work. That's smart. But that's actually the reverse. That's pushing them away from the bus. You've dived in front of the bus and pushed them away. Take bullets, mate. Yeah. From Barry Hine, what's the best spray you've seen a coach give to a teammate loving the podcast? Oh. 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 I know we're politically incorrect, but there needs to be far too – I remember Mick called Sharon the fifth bedroom because no one gives a fuck about who he was. (laughs) (laughs) Sharon. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because he, um, I, 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 <laughs> oh, poor Sharon. Was, Who is running? Oh, I love Sharon. It was the year. It was the year I went to. Um, <laughs> I, I play. I went to uh, mid-year. I went. Where did I go? Fucking altitude training. <laughs> Telling the story. <laughs> Flagstaff. Went to Arizona yeah. with like um, a few of the boys, and so I missed the Melbourne. I missed the Queen's birthday Melbourne game, and Sharon had. You know, he probably played his best game of his career, like you know, thirty or forty, and kicked a couple of goals, and then the next. Week we had the buy, then I come back. I come back for the Sydney game, and played in Sydney. Showed, mate, I hadn't touched it. And he got <laughs> half time. He's, you know, one McDowell pick. Just go through everyone. He goes, you, 
you know what you are? Well, you're the, you're the fucking fifth Beatle. <laughs> no one gives a fuck about him. <laughs> who, who, does anyone know who the fifth Beatle is? And I'm like, nah. He goes, that's you. It's probably one that we need to, you know what we'll do? We'll save that question, Ralph, for the time we get Mick in here. Because we'll get, we'll get Mick in. And, um, and I've got a couple uh, more good ones. I just have to run and buy them see if yeah. I'm allowed to see them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, well, I, I caught one from Sheeds in a game, and I don't know if anyone this has ever happened to anyone else. Um, I got sprayed after a game, in the meeting after a game, in a game that I didn't play in. <laughs> <laughs> so I was up in Brisbane as a tourist and um, and I was you know, like emergency or something, didn't play and and, um, and was sitting in the back of the meeting room, the boys got belted and he went through them all, one by one, one by one, and he was shouting at all of them, one by one, and I'm sitting there going, as relaxed as I've ever been in a team meeting after a loss, I'm thinking, I have not done anything wrong. And he's going, Swanee, you and bloody, you know, and Ralph, this is bullshit. Get your head over the ball and fish. And you do this, and Harvey, you do this, and no, no, And you <laughs> don't think you're coming straight back into the team next week either. I'm like, I didn't fucking play. <laughs> I didn't play. Still got abused. Eyes down when that happens, yeah, and I'll get out the room. Just like uh, we've got time for a couple more from yeah, Twitter. Yeah, just bang them. From Scotty and Swatty on Twitter, from Ed Healy, both of you, what was your favourite pub when you were still playing footy and why? Favourite pub. Favourite pub. I really, I, well, there were pubs that you'd go to because you get a drink card and, and um, yeah. yeah, but I really loved the saloon. You wouldn't remember this. You'd no. remember the saloon yes. on Turak Road, Ralph, yes. the one for the older what one. What is it now? Tuesday night was Melrose Place night. Oh, hello. <laughs> oh. Uh, Poor old guy from 9210. Yeah. Nothing, away, did nothing to do with Melrose Place. But, I said, what well, he was Luke, on it, wasn't Luke, he? Luke Perry. Luke Perry was on it. Oh, was that 90210? Yeah, this yes. is Melrose Place. Tim Kelly's asked, would Mate, you be wearing you know a black armband? Yeah, it's uh, tough, brother, wasn't the it? Saloon, oh, I love the saloon most because it was people that I never didn't normally hang out with. All the pretty, <laughs> Where is it? What all is the pretty it? people. What is it now? Um, Probably just apartments. Just so to, just so to <laughs> give people apartments okay. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, not really. It's on the middle of Turak Road there somewhere in between Punt Road and... Chapel. And the train right. station. Yeah, just past the train station, mm. yeah. So uh, for anyone in Victoria who's been along there, you might know it. But, yeah, the saloon was done. Uh, for me, probably early on it was One Love, Prince of Wales. Um, and then as I, as I got older, it was Motel, which is now the yeah. Albion, funnily enough. Yeah. That's how I got involved in it because I was there all the time. Some <laughs> of the pubs you love the most are the ones that you can just go to quietly with your mates and play some pool and then they'll lock you in. Yes. Yeah. Just shut the door and say, keep going, boys. From Kit at Halfback Flanker, interstate preseason <laughs> games, are they just a swim through? Yeah. Yeah. All, 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 interstate ones. All preseason games. Yeah. Um, the, generally, generally depends on who's injured, but you don't usually go to them ones. Um, like I was saying before, yeah, if, you, if you're senior and you know you're playing round one, mate, all you're trying to do is play like a boundary umpire, not get hurt, maybe get a little bit of run in the legs, <laughs> just, just avoid it as much as possible. Yeah. Do what you got to do. Yeah, exactly. Just get that ball in play. Yeah, they're not um, necessary for the young kids. They're necessary because they got to, they got to bust in and actually try and prove themselves to mm-hmm. get a game. But mate, the the fifteen blokes are out there, mate. It's just what was your mindset? Hurt. What was your mindset when like you're in Williamstown reserves? Reserves. Your words, not ours. Um, no, well, well, it was true. What was my mindset? Well, mate, we didn't play in a state, mate. We out of state, we got down at Cadinia Park. That's as far as interstate as we got. Um, the best ones, Ralph, were as an interstate player, going home. Yep. During the pre-season. So oh, yeah. at Collingwood, we always uh, we went back to Perth. Um, <clears throat> Port Adelaide, I think we went back to Perth. They were a dead set swim through. 
Absolutely preseason, beautiful. Well, uh, Ross Katzenbanis on Twitter is pretty much we've addressed this. Can you provide us with your favourite Mick Mulder's praise during your time? So I think that'll be an ongoing series. Yeah, <clears throat> we got to get Mick yeah. in because uh, Mick in because there's one bloke too from West Coast. I think his name. I think it was Michael Dunstan. Um, not a household name. Um, probably when you have if you Google him, he's probably not dissimilar looking to Ralph over here. Um, Ruckman, and um, I, I believe that is the one that Mick actually is the one spray um, that he regrets because there was sometime was, there was good. one time that I was with him, and I think the boys from West Coast would text me or something, so I'd ask Mick about about this spray here, and um, I, I said to him, I said, "What about is there a spray that you gave? Is it Mick Dunstan?" And even Mick goes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah there was. <laughs> yes. yeah. I got. I'll, we can do one. I got one if you remind me for next week as well. But All right, keep that yeah. locker. More questions. So, Yob, uh, when are you getting Ben Kinnear on the show? Never. See, <laughs> <laughs> is that is he is that is that bloke? Look at his profile. Is he from Gawler? After he pulled the pin on Eminem with a with oh. a little headache. Oh, it's going to take oh, some getting too, some from getting back. He was sick. Had, had a had a blocked nose. Yeah. So and the you, sniffles. Your, your your list is a bit different to mix. You, you actually let people go in, te- in pencil. They can get back. Oh, this one's very forgiving. Yeah, well, yeah, you exactly. can work your way back. You have to do something real bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, from Dean, ask Scotty, how hard does Rod Jamison punch? Do they ever ring you before <laughs> a showdown, Scotty, in Adelaide? Every fucking showdown. <laughs> the only time someone from Adelaide rings me, <clears throat> you can, I, even if I'm not looking at the fixture, I know when an 088 number pops up, it means, oh, shit, Port Adelaide's playing Adelaide again. Can I... <laughs> Who's that from? <laughs> it's, it's Who's that from? Dean. Dean Thomas. Can I, can, Dean Thomas. Yep. You know what, Dean Thomas? You smart ass, <laughs> smart ass. Fucking cousin of mine who lives in London. <laughs> That's my cousin. Even <laughs> better. You're a dick. Oh, well, this is one How hard does he hit, though? <laughs> Never he felt, the, well, felt a couple of them. No, nah, I'm lucky. I promise you. I promise you. He didn't get any good ones through um, because if Can he did, I'd just week? be waking up. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get him one more week? No. Nah. <laughs> yeah. No need to speak to him. So, Fran, we'll finish with this one. <laughs> From Dave Lloyd, if Swanee had to do a nine-to-five job that's AM to PM, what would it be? AM <laughs> <laughs> to PM. <laughs> he does a nine-to-five now, the Albion. But AM to PM, that throws it around. A nine-to-five. What did you create well, like, last year? Is this something because I'd be skillful at it, or my gone counselor said I'd be working a um, funeral home? Yeah, mortician. Yeah, mortician, yeah. So I'm like, yeah. um... You famously once said that you wanted to be the bloke who put stickers on apples. Yeah, exactly. That's tough. That's a tough gig. <laughs> yeah. Well, it depends. Something I think I'd be good at, or something that I want to do, because I'm not good at anything. Um, Nothing. No. Well, listen, my dad's on the wharf, so maybe a wharfie, or just a probably just a labourer. I don't know. Picking shit up doesn't seem that hard. Just moving it around. <laughs> oh my god! Big news Picking shit up and just moving around. That's what labourers do. What man? I got no G'day idea. G'day, fellas and girls out there, are labourers? <laughs> yeah, lazy bastards. This morning. Maybe I should spend a day in the life and come back absolutely knackered. I think you would. Oh man, no doubt I would, mate. I haven't done hours day work in my life. I'd be cooked. Mm. Um, Oh, so, no, no, you wouldn't do any good in an office job either. No. I'll be shit out. I've got shit out with my hands. I've got no try. Like, I'm a horrible tradie. I'd, yeah, me too. Know, Shocking. Sh- I can't I'd, hammer two bits of wood. Yeah, can. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know how to. I don't know which end of the hammer to use. <laughs> um, you know, office job, mate. That'd drive you ma- mad. Maybe. Do I, you see movies pushing the food cart or the mail cart and just handing that out. I reckon that. Talk, tea lady. Yeah. Or, or the mailman. Oh, yeah, dude. something like that. Thanks to Sheen Panel Service. Oh, big news next week. As Could of you next be a week, panel beater? 
No. Foundation no. member T-shirts will be available as of next week. Scotty and Swanee Foundation. Stubby member. holders? Stubby holders, yes. We'll number them. We'll sign them. You can become one of 100 Foundation members. Can we get bumper stickers? Because I'd just love to drive along one day and see <laughs> yeah. a bumper sticker. Hump Davis. Scotty and Swanee bumper sticker. All right. Can we get them too? We do request. Exactly. But thanks to Sheen Panel Service, one three hundred. One three hundred. Taught you from the road. One three hundred repair. And I tell you what, um, I'm going to need them because I'm going to be pretty beaten up next week. So I'll talk to you, blokes, from the road. Happy cycling, Scotty. Absolutely. Yeah, no such thing as an oxymoron. <laughs> right now. What'd you call me? <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> you can't <laughs> say that. Thank you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.